0: love buzz on a monday night it's a little chilly um i'm here with paul cherry fun chill wave meticulous soul pop from la
1: yeah i'm, I'm from la chicago, chicago but i just moved to la
0: cool um so what's new musically uh what's new with me uh, a
1: yeah, yeah. new album coming out today yes. is uh february 28th march 1st now um i've got a new album coming out in 11 days cool uh march 11th The second Paul Cherry album comes out back on the music.
0: Um, So, so far, how's the tour
1: dude? So far it's fucking chill. Uh, I didn't know that I had fans. I did a lot of support touring before the pandemic and then take a chill pill for the pandemic. I mean, we're still in it, but now we can gig and, uh, yeah, just kind of seeing who stuck around. I didn't release an album for like three years it's going to be four years by the time this one's out, and it's interesting to see who like tagged along for that ride. Who toughed it out. Yeah. It does feel like that.
0: Um, What was uh, the last stop? Where were you guys before Last today? night we were in Phoenix, Phoenix. on a Sunday
1: night. What was that like? It was awesome. We probably only had 50 people come to the show, and every single one of them was really into it, and we had so much fun. It, it's honestly just been a treat to play for my fans, like yeah. people that came and paid 15 bucks to see me play
0: right now you had them singing and and dancing
1: yeah know? that was really nice yeah here on a monday night in el paso well, on a monday night <laughs> yeah and our show even canceled and this is the pickup gig and it was so much fun i'm so glad we did it
0: the date was saved yes um since you're releasing an album in march are you guys heading towards south by southwest or nah
1: no we're on this like headline tour that goes kind of powers through texas this week and and i guess south by starts next week um we're going into the cold we are heading towards the winter yeah and we're the head- last bit of winter I <laughs> the guess. last bit yeah yeah so hopefully by the time we get to chicago it's a little warmer that's where i'm from and i moved away from there because it's so cold. <laughs> but
0: la has a good son that's right um well for the promo for the new album you recently released an animated video for a single called uh moving through circles that's right uh who handled the animation for that that's my cool. homie
1: kyle from the band shy boys yeah they're like a pretty low-key indie rock band from kansas city and kyle is an artistic unsung genius who doesn't get his credit who pours his heart and soul into everything he does, and yeah. he's like the ultimate homie, and I want to shout him out. Hell uh, yeah! And he needs work, so put his. Sh- if you're hearing this and you need an animator for a video, yeah. put on Kyle at Double Quibble D U B B L E Q U I B B L E. He is fucking chill.
0: It really complements the song, you know? Thank you. Yeah, it, it was like it's kind of like old old school looking cgi but like it's
1: it is he he calculated a very weird tone (laughs) for that video i'm so glad you watched it man
0: um what's a memory that sticks out from the production of this album
1: oh man like totally utter sadness and depression dang making this album was really weird and tough and i reflect on it in a positive way because Mm. i love the music and i stand by it and coming out and touring but making the album was like this period of time and 2020 i started it in 2019 but it was kind of slow and then when the pandemic hit i kicked it up to high gear because i was like yeah. free time you know. yeah now you but can do whatever it, but it was like this weird lonely time yeah and i was making all these songs that were like upbeat and like itchy and scratchy and like uh fast tempos and dance music like four yeah. on the floor kick patterns and like really complicated chords, really complicated. Like I I was itching towards that, that second record, you know, like there's that fear of sophomore slump, that yes. idea that you put out a, a first record that's magic and you can't recapture it. And I think in some ways we draw towards us the thing we fear the most, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. You think about it all the time, everybody draw it near you. And I'm like trying to not do that with my sophomore record. But I, I felt like... What I should do is make a really complicated, meticulous, meticulous record and pour my entire heart and soul into it, so that when I release it, no matter whether it's received well or bad, I will feel like stillness in myself, like like uh, confidence that can't be shaken.
0: You got it done. You got it out.
1: And that's being tested now. Like being on the road. Like, um, will my confidence be tested out here, playing to, uh you know 50 people or 100 people or 10 people and we live in an age of numbers game yeah and everything's about the numbers and how's your spotify numbers against your insta numbers how's the ticket sales against all that and it hurts your soul it hurts your spirit we like your ego right it hurts your ego too if if it's not good and and it's hard because you're making art that you truly believe in and you want to stand by and you want to not be shaken so it's been an interesting ride i'll tell you that
0: how does the song start for you?
1: Uh, it usually starts with a, a lyric or a, a ment like a word thought. Yeah. Sometimes it'll. I have a lot of background musical thoughts in my head, key parts or guitar parts that stick around and stay in my head, but they don't become serious or f- or that fun until there's a lyric that pairs, and you just find like, oh. This musical sound I made pairs with this idea, and that makes sense to me. And
0: do you hear music when? Are you one of those that like hears music when you're like away from music, like when you're not actively making? when I'm really
1: inspired. Yeah, when I'm really happy. I've learned in my life that like I uh, make music yeah. when I'm happy more than when I'm sad.
0: And it comes out more from your mind's eye, right? Like, yeah,
1: I'd say uh, yeah. I I like to imagine myself as this very important and cool artist that i don't know if i am but i think uh just putting yourself in that mental position where you like chill out you're by yourself you're like i'm the coolest thing going on right now and i'm about to make some fire shit
0: that's some primo confidence right there. you know like it's like man it's like uh yeah it's like
1: manipulated confidence but but you get there and i think that's how you power through a track and make it like the best version of itself
0: how do you know when a song is ready? How do you know ready when it's to be, ready be released? To yeah.
1: Basically when I spent way too much time on it. When my mom is texting me like, where's the album? <laughs> That's when I think I should stop.
0: Too much tweaking.
1: Yeah. I'm a tweaker for sure in that way.
0: What are you hoping to accomplish with this album cycle?
1: I don't even know. I think that the 2020, 2021 shook my shit up so hard mm. that... I clearly have goals and I also have expectations and I think I guess uh, I manifest, I'm thinking this thought in real time but I think I'm trying to examine who I am and how people interact with it sometimes feeling like a cheesy guy sometimes feeling like a really cool dude yeah um, seeing like the temperature of the room I think this album was going to be like this crazy huge moment like like you build things up in your mind so much like this album's going to fucking blow up and be the craziest thing ever and then it just is another album in your cycle and you grow and you and people get more into it but like things don't explode open like that you know like i don't know when you work so hard and so much on something and yeah. you pour your soul so much into it and then you release it you're always going to be let down because no one will ever understand you or some shit you know and it's like a funny yeah the creative frustration it's a creative frustration and it's just relaxing to know that like even though not that many people fuck with what i'm up to some people do and it feels like they do heavily you know how does
0: it feel when they sing back to you when they sing your lyrics because that was happening a lot tonight
1: it feels really great when it's the new shit, and when it's the old shit, it's like, all right, I don't know if I care. <laughs> it is. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. all right, well, that one track has like ten million plays, so th- I know you're gonna sing to that one. Yeah. That's why I'm gonna play it last. I don't know. It's it's struggle. It's because being the artist is the self centered, yeah, like position. But I'm not a self centered person. I'm more about community and sharing. Yeah, but at the same time, I want to be like engaged with myself and feel like i did a good thing so it's confusing but
0: yeah it's like you're putting a piece of yourself out there and like you hope people realize it's pieces of yourself and if they get it right if they
1: it's so stupid because like whatever i made is not for me yeah but if i feel like you got me in the right way i thought was the way i was going for like i really fuck with you
0: so you're just hoping to turn on more people to your sound with this new album yeah Your 2018 debut album, Flavor, it's a fun listen. Um, What was your mindset during that time? And can fans expect that same type of vibe with this new one? The mindset
1: with the Flavor album was prove myself. I have to prove myself. I have to do a good job. I have to um, show everybody that I'm fucking cool. Because I basically spent my whole life before that not being cool. And it was a 25-year-old's mindset. The album came out when I was 26. Mm. I made it when I was like 25. And uh, it was definitely a 25-year-old's mindset of like, I have to show these people that I know what the fuck is up. And then I did that, and then people knew that I knew it was up. Yeah. And it was like apparent. It was like, all right, well, I put in this work, and then it shows this result. But this new album was such a confusing spin on the Mm -hmm. fucking thing because it became a different storyline with the pandemic. Yeah. It was like, there's no certain future i'm going to totally sit in my room and make what i think is cool and like it became more of a guess because in 2018 that um i was able to like go out at night after working all day on music yeah and like go to a show yes after like doing a session day yeah and like catch the temperature and be like oh this is ca- this is kind of cool oh this is vibey i'm kind of like constantly like vibing electric off other people like yeah like, basically, wake up at 11, work on music till 8, and then go out until 2 and, like, socialize and just generally vibe. And with this new album, I, like, wasn't able to do that at all. It was, like, a total isolation. Yeah. That and is was different. It was, like, a guess. Yeah. It was, like, I guess this is cool. I get. Like, I couldn't even, like, hang out with my, my like, close friends and yeah. show them the tracks in development, which is something else I was doing. Like, like, know, check this out. Like, I'm working on this. I couldn't do that. No one would care, and no one would hang out with me because it was unsafe.
0: Were you at least emailing tracks? I was emailing a little bit,
1: but it was yeah, like not. Yeah. It was not like the same. My my friend Camilo, he's in this band called Divino Nino. He is like one of my best music friends. Yeah. And he's this homie in Chicago who I always show shit to, and like he'd be like the ultimate bounce off. But he was unavailable to me for like 2020, and a couple other homies wow. were unavailable yeah. to me. And it just became a struggle. And then we finally met up in like 2021. And I was like, this is what I'm up to. And he was up to some way different shit. And I was like, dude, uh, I think I did it wrong. I did it wrong. Uh, 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 and he's like, I think I did it wrong too. But well, I think we both did it right. It was just really, it just made the whole thing more random.
0: It's your own flavors. It's definitely. truly me. Yeah. You
1: know, it's me without influence.
0: Does your band tonight, do they appear on the record?
1: Yeah, actually, the bass player he yeah. played all the bass on it. The sax player he played all the horns on it. Uh, the keys player did not play on it, and the drummer did not. I played most of the keys, really, and uh, and the drummer was my friend Matt from, cool. from Chicago. Yeah.
0: Well, the band tonight was solid. Like, thank you, bro. especially the those uh, sax solos, those horn solos were. Like, yeah, I like sit there and look
1: fucking. I look so good because they're sounding so good. You know, I'm not a shredder. I'm, I'm a composer, so.
0: You have a smooth style, though. Like, that smoothness is, is hard to, like, get down with, like, when you're not being loud, loud on a guitar, you know. It's really hard to be smooth It's hard to be guitar. smooth,
1: yeah. It is, and it, <laughs> yeah. it just comes off, when you get it right, it comes off so chill.
0: That's the word. Yeah. What's something that you absolutely need on tour? My vocal steamer and my Theragun. What's a... Okay, you gotta explain. Oh, uh, the vocal steamer is like yeah. this
1: thing I use every night to like get my vocals th- lubed up. I didn't cool. use it tonight, and I think it was okay without it. But I'm kind of anal about the singing. And then uh, the Theragun is like a electric massager. And I like oh. you like hit the button and it's like it's for just a dope ass massage for the old
0: man pains.
1: Exactly, it's like super dope after sitting in a van for eight hours. You like to hit the hit yeah. the Theragun and massage your shit
0: up. I would have never thought of that.
1: It's great, man. The Theragun is the tour toy at yep. age thirty. I'll say that.
0: Um, any advice for musicians out there? I'll say, if you like indie guitar rock,
1: it's a tough time. Yeah. But if you're like seventeen or eighteen or nineteen, who gives a fuck? If you're any age, give it a couple years. So like I, like develop now. Like literally chill in your room and develop it now. Yeah. Because I watch the pendulum swing like this. Like indie deep cuts are the coolest thing. Then we get tired of that for a couple years <laughs> and we think that the big pop in, in in the big production is the coolest thing ever. And then we get tired of that and we flip back to the indie rock. And you gotta be ready for when the indie rock is cool again. And if you can prep now and get your fucking yeah. affairs in order for like when indie rock comes back and like I think Uh, Two years. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. And my band is really cool again. Like, dude, it it is a weird pendulum shift.
0: So the advice is work on your craft. Work on your craft, prepare. Work on your your stuff.
1: Or be really hip to whatever the hell is going on with Influencer Core. (laughs) I don't
0: understand it. I don't get it. Where can folks find your music?
1: It's pretty easy. Paul Cherry. Pretty easy name. Everyone's always caught on to it. It's always been an easy name. Comes off the... The lips and the tongue, Paul Cherry. um Bandcamp, SoundCloud, Bandcamp, uh, Spotify, Apple Music. Yeah, I saw your Bandcamp has a Deezer. lot of merch. Yeah, we got merch going on.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buy the merch. Hit up the Bandcamp. I always say Bandcamp is like the best way to support your musician homies because it's it like is. directly like. Yeah.
1: On Friday, one Friday a month, it's super direct.
0: But yeah. And you're on YouTube. You guys are on YouTube,
1: dude. Yeah, I've been putting up my YouTube videos recently. Do you know about my live stream show?
0: I noticed it. I noticed I, I only played the the singles that are coming up, but I noticed uh, your last two uploads were uh, live live stream.
1: Yeah, so I've been doing this weekly live stream show where I just bring a random homie from the scene on, and we talk about deep cuts. Cool. And it's totally demonetized, but we like. I'm pulling up tracks that no one knows about. Yeah. And if you really want to know the deepest cuts, the digs, the under 10,000 plays cross-platform type beat, my live stream show is sick. Cool. It's called Paul Cherry's Hidden Gems. Nice. Every Tuesday. On tour, it's going to be subject to change, but it's every Tuesday at 7. Uh, that's LA time. And, dude, I think my show is dope. I'm putting a lot of effort into my show. Yeah. We put on 10 deep cuts every week Dang. and we talk about him and I do my research. And I I kind of realize there's this whole in the scene online that, I mean, I'm one of the heads. Yeah. I'm into heady music. I'm into jazz, country, anything that, anything that no one is listening to, I'm listening to it. And I realize there's other people out there like me, but no one's kind of spearheading, uh, a conversation about it yeah. um, unless on reddit maybe
0: or unless they are at a at a bar at three in the morning so or I'm, at a party, I'm trying you know. to like
1: start yeah. some sort of conversation about deep cuts yeah clearly everyone has their like 10 tracks or whatever that they think they know the, they're the only ones that know and so it's really cool to have my friends come on and be like "Yo, these are my tracks like i love these are my deep cuts that sounds fun yeah it's super fun and we listen to them we talk about them I put the links up to all the songs. Like, nice. If you like deep cuts and you like music of any genre that no one cares about, the the least cared about shit, we're on that at Paul Cherry's Hidden Gems live stream every Tuesday. At YouTube, 7th.
0: YouTube, YouTube. Yes. Um, social media.
1: At Paul Cherry 69. <laughs> nice. That's it. Cross platform.
0: Damn, you got Paul Cherry 69 on all the platforms?
1: Yeah. Locked it down. It's uh, Even on You're Twitch, cool,
0: twitch.tv slash PaulCherry69. <laughs> is there anything else that you'd like to add?
1: I'm grateful and I'm humbled to be interviewed by you. I'm, thank you. Uh, thank you. I'm going through a personal experience with this tour that is one of just extreme gratefulness and joy and kind of like not comparing myself to others and just living my path and putting on my best show and putting forward my best foot and i'm just happy to be here with you in this moment right now and i appreciate you that's all i want to say
0: awesome man yeah well thank you for being on the show and thank you to love buzz for allowing us to conduct this interview here but yeah man thank you
1: shouts out love buzz i love this place
0: bye everybody good night
1: i'm moving through circles been bouncing around meeting new people all over town i'm used to the circles that we